It's hard, so hi. I know it's like the intro before the intro. Well, I actually cut the other intro earlier than this one, and I forgot to include the whole. Anyway, we're going to talk about some real shit in this episode. Themes this episode include sexual assaults, violence, and while I feel like this is a super, super important episode, I also want you to take care of yourself as you're listening to it. I love you. Let's do a show. Good morning. Today is a very special day. It's a very special day. Why is today a special day? Because today is E-G-I-M. That's right. Today is... Thank God is Monday. Thank God it's Monday. Wait, is that a real thing? Is that a real thing? Why, uh, yes, it is. Google it. You can Google it. It's worth a Google. I don't need to. I believe you. You know what else I just realized? It's showtime. <laughs> Everything's running smoothly. That's right, Shia, it's your KC Mooney Show, baby! We just had to squeak that one out, didn't we? Boy, that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Hartzell. A happy Monday to the KC Morning Hoes. We're going to get right to it. This one is an important episode. It is up there with one of the most important shows that I've ever done in my career. On the show today, we're going to be joined by Robert Buckland. Robert is a survivor. Robert is a voice of the voiceless. Robert is saving lives. Robert Buckland attended the Agape Boarding School. He was a victim of what has been described as a Christian torture camp for over 30 years. These same folks who claim to be protecting our kids were doing the exact opposite. Robert Buckland is making it his mission to not only get this school shut down, but to speak on behalf of those kids, those boys who are still in there. And just last week, with the help of a friend of ours on the KC Morning Show, Spencer Toder, who's running for U.S. Senate, they were able to make some major news as it relates to Agape Boarding School. We're going to break that major news here in just a matter of moments. Again, one of the most important shows I have ever done. And thank you, Robert. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rate, review, subscribe. Do that thing you do, Kansas City. The Pitch Awards, they are back. We're trying to be a three-time, three-time best local podcast. We are up for, well, we're trying to get up for best local podcast. I'm trying to get you up to get up to be a I tried to make that work we gotta get nominated ladies and gentlemen we've got to get on the ballot all the info at thepitchkc.com and I will insert the link in the show notes I think that's all I got yeah that's all I got it is a good day to be a Kansas City and my friends always because of you absolutely because of you Kansas City back in your feeds tomorrow we'll see ya in the morning bye if there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise it's that i like being on there with hot the casey morning show southwest missouri boarding school is facing nine new lawsuits from former students alleging they were abused at the school the lawsuits against agape boarding school in stockton were filed by former students who attended this school from march of 2015 to june of 2019. they accuse other students and staff of abuse battery and in some cases starving and torturing students five staff members at agape face charges of assaulting students 14 former students have now sued agape 
day since February of 2021. My friend, I first off want to say thank you for being here. I want to say that I appreciate you. You are appreciated. Robert attended the Agape Boarding School. This is what they said on their website. Biblically teaching your child the importance of submission and authority to the joys of being an obedient, law-abiding citizen. However problematic that already is, it's also not true. Robert, welcome to the show. Can you tell us your story? Yeah, thanks, Sartor, for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, I was sent to Agape Boarding School when I was 13 years old. I just turned 13. You know, I was sent there for behaviors every teenager does i was reading the other day my mom's application to send me to agape that i got in part of my lawsuit and on it it states that robert's backpack was messy robert had candy wrappers or cans of soda under his mattress um robert talks a lot of stuff (laughs) stuff that every kid does when they're young i was at agape for almost six years about six months past my 18th birthday so i could stay and graduate you know, I hear what you're saying, just like any other kid, you know, and you have a parent who, you know, their first instinct, I guess, is to help their kid in maybe some weird, very confused way. And you go back to sometimes what you were taught. And for so many of us, especially here in Missouri, you know, it is religion. You know, were you raised in a religious upbringing? So ironically, I was not. I was adopted from Russia when I was three years old. And actually grew up in Greenwich, Connecticut. My dad was a banker in New York City traveling. And so my mom was the one who actually made the decision to send me to Agape boarding school. Was it sold to you all as some kind of, you know, summer camp? I mean, I guess, what were your thoughts going into this whole thing? So yeah, great question. My mom said, you know, it seemed like a good Christian place. They have a lot of animals, which they did. They had zebras, um, water buffaloes, donkeys, alpacas, uh, all sorts of different animals. Kind of sold to me as like a, a very fun place, which nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing was fun about it. So you got there. First few days. What's it like? As soon as I got there, the first thing that they did was, you know, shave my head, put me in the school uniform. You got to remember, the school costs about 48000 a year. It's just a huge ripoff. All their school attire, their uniforms are from Bob Barker prison industry. So all the, the same uniforms that the prisoners wear or the clothing is the same stuff that we wore at Agape Boarding School. Their education system was a complete fraud. They had the accelerated Christian education, which was self-learning packets. 140 boys in one room separated just by dividers. And you've described and allegations have been presented by the Daily Beast just a few weeks ago. You know, this was a Christian torture camp sexual assault people were beaten agape boarding school is a christian torture compound it runs on a facility of about 200 plus acres and it's in the middle of absolute nowhere a town of stockton which i think is like a thousand people i was molested by another student and i reported it to staff members and they did nothing to protect me from that student they did nothing to like separate him from me. They never called my family. A staff member was cutting my hair in the school one day, and he just wrapped the cord from the clippers around my neck and literally started strangling me and had to be like pushed off by other staff members and students. Uh, and he was suspended for three days. My family, Department of Social Services, nobody was ever notified about that. The restraints there, they weren't your normal restraints. You know, I work in the hospital and sometimes you strain patients who are a clear danger to 
themselves or others. And that just lasts for a couple minutes, literally. At Agape, you would have restraints take hours and hours at a time. And you had a staff member on each arm, on your legs, and then on your neck. So four staff members. And they would be punching you, kicking you, applying pressure to the pressure points. I would be literally just screaming for help and crying my whole time. And they're telling you, like, we're not going to stop until you stop crying. Like, how can I stop crying? You're hurting me. I think the longest I ever got restrained was for two hours. But I remember there was a kid there who got restrained for nine hours. Kids coming out of the restraint room, they couldn't walk or bleeding, broken bones. Their shirts were torn in half. These people are criminals. They use God's name to hurt kids. They pervert Christianity. God says, you know, it's better for you to have a stone tied around your neck and cast into the sea than hurt one of my little children. And, you know, these people have never been held accountable. These people would beat down kids every single day, outside, inside. It was terrifying. You know, you just learned how to survive every day. You know, I watched my friends try to commit suicide. You know, I watched somebody try to hang themselves there. You know, I would drink bottles of chemicals, even though, like, I would start throwing up. That was just to escape the abuse. You know, I would lay in bed at night and just praying that, like, I didn't wake up in the morning. That's the life of many young people in Missouri every single day. And Agape is still open. It's still running right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just mind-boggling. You know, you have videos of the current pastor and current board of director abusing a student. The school's doctor was indicted for child sex crimes. The attorney general, Eric Schmidt, recommended charging 22 staff members at the school. We have 19 current civil lawsuits, plus many other lawsuits that have been settled out of court by the school already. Why would you settle lawsuits, a couple of them, if you weren't guilty of anything? I try telling my family what happened. And part of my lawsuit in the discovery file, I got letters home that I wrote talking about suicide, talking about physical abuse, sexual abuse, what was going on. And the staff members wrote on each letter on the top, like a, on a sticky note, and it says, this letter needs to be changed or you need to look at this letter. Like, this can't go out. You know, Robert's rewriting this letter now. Like, absolutely damning evidence. And yet the school remains open. There was no way, Hertzel, for us to tell our families what was going on. Literally, every single thing we told our families was censored. If you wrote a bad letter about the school, they would make you rewrite it. And you would have to tell your family how happy you were, even though it was a complete lie. I wasn't happy at that school. Didn't want to be there at all. I went home for like three days and I begged my family not send me back there. I guess they just didn't understand what was going on. Again, Robert, thank you for doing this. I am so, so happy that you were here. You were loved. I think you just made a whole lot more friends on this interview, my friend. Your parents found out. What were their reactions? So I never spoke to my dad about a guy boarding school. My dad passed right before COVID. And my mom, it's interesting. I have my mom now and my four sisters. And I didn't start like talking about what happened until early last year. And I started speaking about it. My family told me, can you please stop speaking about Agape? Like, you're giving our family a bad name. It made me, like, really um, depressed and all of that. And so my therapist, um, I see a therapist often. My therapist told me, you know, just stop talking to your family. You'll be much happier. And so that's what I did. And honestly, like, the last year has been 
one of the best years of my life. Working in the hospital, helping victims of abuse who were sexually or physically abused. Um, you know, I'm able to relate to them probably better than even doctors or therapists or their psychiatrists as well, just because I, I know what it's like. These folks at Agape, these monsters, they, they tried to take the you out of you. And you refuse to do that. You're reclaiming your time. You're taking back your power and it's working. I know it's hard sometimes to see through it, but you're winning. You got some wins this week, some big wins this week. Do you want to go ahead and break this news? Yeah. So Spencer Toder, who's a U.S. Senate candidate in Missouri, he um, he's honestly great. He he was writing these places that have accredited agape, you know, making them aware of all the abuse allegations and all the victims that have come forward. They've all stripped agape of their accreditations, um, which is great. Now they can no longer boast of being accredited by such and such an organization. And also what Spencer Toter did was he created geofencing around Agape, which is actually really cool. What he did was he tracked everyone's IP address who's been at Agape. So every parent or person who stepped foot on Agape for the last six months tracked their IP address and sending those IP addresses like news stories about what's been going on at Agape. So hopefully, you know, these parents see that because Agape's enrollment has been cut in half and there should be, they shouldn't even be open. But the fact that, you know, the enrollment's been cut in half is a great thing. I've been contacted by so many parents, prospective parents saying, hey, look, I've seen all your posts on Agape. I was thinking about sending my kid there and I tell him, like, like, please, like, do not send your child to Agape. You will ruin their life. I'll steer them to a different direction or to a place that actually will help them. I begged Governor Partson and Eric Schmidt to close the school and they have not done that yet. The fact that a U.S. Senate candidate has done more as a candidate has done more than Missouri's top two political figures is mind boggling. I feel like Eric Schmidt and Governor Parson have totally abandoned us and turned their back on us. You know, they say they're still helping, but, uh, you know, I don't see any action at all. Investigation's been ongoing for a year and a half. Like, how long does it take to investigate these allegations when hundreds of victims have come forward? Everyone says the same exact thing. It's not like just one or two people, it's hundreds of people. And it spans over four decades. You know, back in 2004, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch interviewed the owners of Agape and said, why did you move to Missouri? Jim Clemenson, the owner of Agape, said, you know, we moved to Missouri because they have no oversight and they have no regulations. That's why we moved here. And if they ever try to regulate our school, we will move out of Missouri. And that sort of raised a lot of red flags then, but it didn't. In the early 2000s, a staff member was charged with molesting a student. You know, how come the state of Missouri didn't open up a broader investigation at the time? You know, how many hundreds of victims could have been prevented had they acted then instead of now? They have done nothing and you have done everything. I know that there's nothing that anyone can do or say to take back what was taken from you, but I, I hope, Robert, that you realize that you are saving lives by doing this it's you know it's a good feeling knowing that people are being deterred away from agape but you know there is no even with my lawsuit against agape there's no amount of money you couldn't give me 50 million dollars and say hey here's your justice enclosure justice enclosure only comes knowing that agape is closed down that they cannot hurt anybody else there's kids there right now that have no voice whatsoever there's no way for them to report what is going on not one single way for them to 
call the state or call 911. They have no resources to do that. And we're just trying to be a voice for the voiceless. Like, we don't want to abandon them like how we were abandoned. How can we help, my friend? What can we do? So I would encourage everyone to call Governor Carson, his office, call Eric Schmidt's office, send me an email, or follow me on Twitter and DM me on there. My Twitter handle is Robert Buckland 8 And then my email is robertrybovich at gmail.com, which I'll share with you, and I'm sure you can post it or something. The more people helping, the better. I've spoken to a lot of people over the last couple of months, and a lot of people in Missouri are outraged about how the school remains open. Enough is enough. You don't need any more evidence at this point. Like you said, it really is just mind-boggling that this place can remain open and that they still have kids there. And like you said, these people are not Christians. They're extremists, perverting Christianity. They masquerade as Christians, but they're not Christians at all. There's nothing Christian about hurting, raping, starving, torturing kids. I hope you don't mind me asking. I've also tried to take my own life. And uh, there are some things that... One of my therapists said when I was in the hospital, machines are fixed, humans heal. And the part that not a lot of folks talk about is the redemption story, the personal redemption story after the fact. For me, at least, the idea of living again just didn't even seem like a possibility until it did. And that feeling I'll never forget, that first breath out of the hospital, I could feel hope for the first time. But a lot of stories post-recovery, they don't talk about how you have to now actually rediscover who it is that you are and put everything back together, or sometimes you're forming it for the first time you're meeting yourself sometime and i guess my question my roundabout question is are you figuring out who you are now robert and are you liking this robert buckland you liking you yeah and i think that's perfectly said art soul i think i'm finally discovering myself for the first time there's still days like there are still days that i deal with you know where i get very depressed all of this stuff takes a toll working in the hospital trying to fight every single day for these children who I know are in the same boat that I was at, that we all were in. It's not easy. And as a victim of sexual and physical abuse at Agape, there's no reason that I should be fighting harder for justice than elected officials. You know, these people were elected by the people. They are supposed to be representing the people, and they're not. And it takes a toll, all of this, on you. And I can say for the last year, definitely, though, it's... It's probably been like the happiest year of my life, just being able to help others and, you know, work with different organizations to try to spread as much awareness as possible about Agape and other schools. Because there's hundreds of schools like these out there in the United States, you know, they call it the trouble teen industry and the trouble teen industry is a multi-billion dollar industry only multi-billion dollar industry in the United States that has absolutely no regulations at all. We've been working on passing a law in Congress. We just changed it to SICA, which is Stop Institutional Child Abuse Act. And Paris Hilton's been a great advocate for us on that. You know, I work with her group on silence and I also work with my group, which is the We Warned Them campaign. It's a group of about 10 people who some of them didn't even go to abusive facilities, but they heard the stories and they wanted to help. Some of them did go to abusive facilities that are already shut down. You've had over 20 different national children's rights group call on the governor and attorney general to close Agape. You know, you got Child USA, which is a big organization. They were very heavily involved in the Larry Nassar case. You got the National Youth Rights Association. They've called on the governor 
and the attorney general to close the school and still nothing. You know, Paris Hilton has called on the governor and attorney general to close the school multiple times now. I just want you to know that I'm happy you're here. You're appreciated. We're a better place. This world is a better place with you in it. And your legacy is not what they did to you. Not even close. Your legacy is what you are making it. Your legacy is everything you're doing right now to be the Robert Buckland that you want to be on your terms. And I am so excited to see where you're headed, my friend. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you having me on and, um, you know, being able to share our story to fellow Missourians on what is going on. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I have a good feeling that the school will be shut down. Will you come back on the show? Mm, of course. These friends of mine will come and go. I'm the first to leave and last to know. I'll be swimming in the face of flames For these friends of mine I've overpaid And I guess I want it I guess I want it I just want
You're listening to the KC Morning Show.